I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Um, always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Ethan Butte on the line. He's the VP of Marketing over at BombBomb and also the host of the Customer Experience Podcast. Uh, Ethan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the invite. So I'm excited to get into uh, BombBomb and what you're doing over there um, and how you're helping your clients and also more into what you're doing over at the Customer Experience Podcast. Um, I always love to uh, recommend and bring on other podcast hosts so that uh, my audience gets some other flavors. Um, but that being said, before we do that, let's get into your background a little bit more. Uh, how did you get started in business? Sure. I had no direction uh, career direction in high school or college. I went to the University of Michigan. Study. I was always good at school. I enjoyed it. Uh, so I just studied a bunch of stuff I wanted to study. And then as I started getting a focus in communication and psychology, all my classmates were talking about their internships that they were doing as they you know, <laughs> headed back home for the summer. So I got an internship at a local TV station at the local Fox television station in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And it wound up being something I stuck with for um, about a dozen years or so. So I ran marketing inside your local ABC station, Fox station, NBC station, whatever, uh, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, in Chicago, and out where I live now in Colorado Springs. And, you know, after a dozen years of it, I got a little bit bored of it. And I started doing a bunch of project work with people. And this was kind of the rise of Web 2.0 it was kind of the rise of social, early days of social, and that lent itself really well uh, to my skill set and my interests uh, because I'm very comfortable writing. Of course, I'm very comfortable producing video, and I shoot a ton of photos just uh, as a hobby. And so I, I got in on that. Like I just started writing email sequences and landing pages and those types of things and connected with the two co-founders of BombBomb and, and just stuck with them ever since. I love the idea. I really respect the guys. It's been a really, really fun journey. I've been working with them for almost 10 years now and about eight of those years full time. So, you know, I was not a, a hardcore head down grinder with a clear, obvious path to success. For my case, it's it's probably like for a lot of your a lot of your listeners that are like, you know, early to mid careers, like, well, it makes sense how I got here in hindsight, but it wasn't really the plan. I love that story, and I love the, the honesty with it, because sometimes I feel like when uh, we're, quote, unquote, connecting the dots backwards, like we're liberal with uh, connecting those dots. Sometimes it's just like, oh, yeah, how did I get there? Well, I had a friend that it was over here, or no, I, I love your story. Um, and also, I love the way you stuck with um, what you were doing at the at the station, because I know what that, that type of internship slash um, role would have done for you. And for the listeners, just a side note, uh, if you don't know where Grand Rapids is, it's the west coast of Michigan, uh, So uh, as, as I like to refer it as. Um, so, Ethan, if somebody's listening to this, and like you mentioned, so there's some younger um, audience listening that are kind of maybe in that same situation of not having that exact defined plan of where they're going in terms of career, um, what, what are starting out at that age? Um, what kind of advice would you give them on kind of finding their way? Sure. I'll take that from a, uh, you know, I've hired probably two dozen people in various roles throughout my career. And, mm -hmm. you know, 
you know, the follow your passion is an easy go-to. I I would put a twist on that and say, you know, do what interests you. There's no reason to honor someone else's uh, expectations or wishes of you if it's miserable for you day to day. I think you have to follow what is of interest to you and, and give it its due run as well. I mean, don't give up on something as you're getting going. You know, there's something that I find really discouraging is someone reviewing resumes and, and, and doing screening interviews with people is, you know, someone that bounces around, you know, they were at this job for eight months, they were at that job for 14 months, they were at that job for nine months, and they're just really, really bouncing around. It's like give something a, a fair run and take what you can learn from every experience you find yourself in. There will come a day that it's time to move on. Um, but, but don't pull that trigger too early. Really ride it out because you're learning, even if you don't have in the moment uh, a clear understanding of what you're getting out of the experience day to day, you're going to look back in two years or four years or 10 years and say, gosh, I'm really glad I worked through that situation. And, and the lessons are going to become clear with some distance and hindsight. So um, try to pursue what is of interest to you. Pay attention to feedback. Ask for feedback. Be open and accepting that feedback and figuring out what it really, really means for you and the organization that you're with and what you're trying to do. Um, and don't give up too early. No, that's great advice. Well said. Um, and, and, and I love that you, that you or to make that distinction on timeline. I think um, the definition of bouncing around has definitely changed throughout the years. Bouncing around at one point in, in my parents' day or grandparents' day may have meant changing jobs every 10 years. Um, right. You know, not now, nowadays, and then, you know, probably myself, it was probably every like five years or, or three years. Um, nowadays, I, I think what you said is a good, accurate um, amount of time for it. If you're changing jobs every six to eight months, that's probably bouncing around. That's probably not um, getting you yourself enough time to really even understand what the role is. Um, so just throwing that out there, I love that you put a time limit on that, um, on what bouncing around meant. Um, let's yeah. switch it up a bit. Um, I want to get a little bit more into your podcast. So what, what, what are you doing over at the Customer Experience Podcast? Uh, thank you for asking. It's been really, really fun. It's one of one of the reasons I've stuck with my time here at BombBomb. A, I really believe in the team and the work that we're doing. I have a ton of customer contacts, so it's fun to understand the value that people are getting out of uh, what we provide, and, and hopefully we'll get into that here. But um, the other thing is that it constantly evolves. I've had approximately the same title for six or seven years, but it's different every single year. And so launching the podcast earlier this year, you know, we were just trying to, to build relationships, um, understand our own business better. And so what I'm doing there is the premise of it is that the single most important thing we can create and deliver every day is a better experience for our customers. And that's true as an individual or a team or as an entire company or organization. There's nothing more important than we're doing uh, that we're doing than that. And so when you break that down, the customer experience is comprised of basically every touch point someone might have with your company, your people, your product or your service, your website, your collateral, if you do live events and trade shows, all these touch points experiences that are left in memories and feelings, um, maybe even in positive or negative online reviews, word of mouth, et cetera. And so if the experience is created by basically everyone in your organization from 
the CEO suite throughout every team and organization to the front desk to the, you know, whoever's opening the, the front door. Uh, if, if you have people coming into your establishment or your, into your company, how do we make a holistic experience for people? How can we do it with more intention? Uh, and how can we work together? You know, even in a really good company, you know, these different teams, and let's just break it down simply and say sales team, marketing team, and customer success or customer service team, those are still silos. Even in a healthy organization, there's a silo element to it. So how do we work together across silos, across teams, and create really good experiences with our customers? And that's something we want to do here. Uh, it's something we have been working at doing for years. But this gives me the chance to interview uh, people from executive positions down to the front lines and in the trenches in these various teams working to create better experiences and trying to create an ongoing conversation about how the best in the business are doing it today. Uh, so I've learned a ton from it. And we have a number of people, in, of course, a lot of people outside the organization, but a lot of people inside the organization listening to the episodes and talking about the conversations. And, you know, I'm doing things like asking salespeople what they wish more marketing people understood about the sales role um, and asking the salesperson what they wish more customer success people understood about the sales role so that we can, you know, understand each other's perspectives and work together more effectively all on behalf of our customers. No, that's great, and I I love the um well first of all I love the I love the title I love the format and I love the fact that it's something that it sounds like um no matter where you're at in an organization it becomes a learning tool whether you're the CEO or whether you're at day one if you're listening to this you're kind of immersing yourself in what that customer experience means like from um from many different angles and vantage points based off the fact that you're going from sales to you know to the top. Um, so really cool there, and I definitely encourage the audience to take a check or to take a listen to that, the Customer Experience Podcast. Um, let's let's talk about BombBomb um, with our time we have left, Ethan. Um, so what kind of uh, work are you doing at BombBomb, and what kind of um, problems are you helping uh, clients solve? Sure, we believe that you are better in person. I mean, that's it. And and I don't care what role you're in in your organization, you win through relationships and you win through sales. Uh, we lean heavily uh, in the book that we just released called uh, Rehumanize Your Business uh, on Daniel Pink's To Sell as Human. So essentially, we're all in sales, whether or not we carry a revenue quota or some other kind of quota. We're all connecting, influencing, persuading, moving people in thoughts and or in action, whether that's a, a, a purchase decision or whether it's a, I'm going to join this, this project or this task force type decision uh, or, or any, any decision. We need to connect with people and move them from one place to another. And so when you look at the way we're doing that, we're doing that with faceless digital communication more than ever. That's your emails, your text messages, your social messages all the Slack messages and all these other channels that keep opening up is they move our conversations around and some of them are better at some jobs than other jobs. But ultimately what we're doing here is relying on faceless digital communication, the same black text on the same white screen that does not differentiate us. It doesn't build trust and it doesn't communicate nearly as well as if you just look someone in the eye and spoke to him or her in common language. And so what we do at BombBomb based on all of that is make it really, really easy to record simple personal videos. These are webcam or smartphone videos 
uh, in Gmail, in Outlook, from our web app, from our mobile apps, with our Salesforce integration, we have like dozens of, of integrations. Our goal is to get you face-to-face -face more often. So instead of going to the keyboard, you're going to find some spots throughout your day and throughout your week to hit record and just talk to people. And this might be um, easy stuff like thank yous where that sincerity and that gratitude and that emotion are going to come through a lot more. Uh, it could be breaking bad news, and there's several psychological reasons uh, that that makes sense to do. The asynchronicity is part of that, the idea that you record the message when it's convenient for you and someone experiences it uh, when it's convenient for them. And so uh, what folks are doing with the tool is uh, converting leads, saying thank you, requesting referrals, following up after they get referrals, patting team members on the back for a job well done. Think of a CEO that says, um, hey, Tina, I'm just making the scenario up. Hey, Tina, your supervisor, Jeff, told me what happened last week. Great job. You handled that so well. And it was such a great outcome. I just so appreciate your three years of service with us. Uh, I just wish you continued success. What would it mean for a leader uh, to do that? you know, two, three times a day throughout the organization, just little easy things like that. But this face-to-face -face connection that we have is restoring a humanity to our work, to the people we work with, and to ourselves, allowing ourselves to be seen and heard and understood more effectively every day, and letting the other people on the other end know that they have also been seen and heard and understood, uh, and just making um, uh, more effective touches. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Bomb Bomb, and um and I don't and Ethan didn't know this prior to our conversation now, so he's finding out as the listeners have. Um, but I used Bomb Bomb for a long time, um, and I and I just noticed the responses, uh, like it, so just to explain it, um, really simply and how I've used it, it, it really is for those personal messages is what I chose to use it for, uh, and so essentially when I had something to uh, words of encouragement or something else, or even uh, after let's say you meet with somebody at a networking event or something else everybody else let's say you go to a networking event and you collect uh, 20 business cards you met a lot of different people well you know they're not going to necessarily remember your name and they're not going to necessarily remember your title or the company you work with what I found and this is uh, I'm, I'm no longer in that business but when I was a wealth advisor um, I, I found that if I go to a networking event, you know, and I, and I send them a video, a short video afterwards, hey, it was so great to meet you at XYZ event last night, love to grab a cup of coffee sometime, they would respond, I can't even tell you percentage-wise, maybe 90, 95% of the time I'd get a response within a couple hours, whereas in the um, prior to using BombBomb, if I were to send an email and say, hey, it was great meeting you, whatever, whatever, all they see is, you know, Adam Torres, XYZ for XYZ Wealth Management Company, and they probably got five emails from other wealth managers from that same event, right? I'm the only person sending them my face and a genuine message of hello, let's grab a cup of coffee or let's talk. And so based off of that, that's where I used to, I used BombBomb effectively for um, quite a few years, um, and with, which Ethan did not know prior to me just saying right now. So no, that's I'm a, awesome. I'm a, 
I'm a huge fan, and that's one way that talking to the salespeople out there, if you're if you're just thinking, ah, you know, sounds good, human connection, the other things, which, by the way, I believe in, Ethan. I'm just talking numbers out for some of those yeah. analytical sales guys out there that are like, all right, I get the human connection, but is it going to make me money? Okay, I'm going to throw it out there. Um, if you think getting a higher response rate after a networking event is going to lead to more appointments, which could lead to potentially more sales, which would, in fact, give you more money, then I'd have to say yes, if you believe with that logic. And in my personal situation, uh, it definitely worked out for me. I got a lot more responses. And then uh, with something else to think about um, for you salespeople out there is, you know, you're emailing somebody once, uh, maybe a quarter, maybe once every six months, if you're just kind of following up, if they're in different stages of your sales funnel, let's call it. Uh, well, guess what? They don't remember you six months later. <laughs> they're not, and especially if, they're, if they were on your email list or something else. I mean, we all like to think we're remember, memorable and our voice or we are, you know, our smile, whatever. Yeah, they don't remember you. But when you send somebody a video, they remember that you sent them a video, number one, because nobody does it. Uh, number two, they remember your voice. They remember they're more likely to literally, I, I had I had times, Ethan, where I hadn't talked to somebody in a year. and I But I sent them maybe two to three bonbon videos um, after, after, you know, just, you know, happy holidays or whatever else. It wasn't even a business um, proposition at that point. I was just expanding my networking community. And I remember, you know, you'd call somebody after and they'd actually recognize your voice. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. That's powerful. How, who's going to recognize your voice from emails? Nobody, because you're not sending them your voice, right? Right, <laughs> right. And that's what so, I mean by it, it doesn't differentiate you and it doesn't build trust and yet you rely on this typed out text for some of your most important and valuable messages. So you ran through some great use cases there, increasing demo set, increasing appoint, appointment set, appointments held, uh, following up with responsive and non-responsive leads who maybe engage with you on your website or situations go cold reactivating those. In your case, you maybe did some work with someone a year or two ago. It's time to get back in front of them. So many use cases. If you look at how you are selling to or serving your customers, you're going to find places where if you are more yourself and a little bit more differentiated, uh, that it would be a huge benefit to you in terms of replies, responses, clicks, conversion, all of that. We have all that survey data. I love it. And uh, for full disclosure to the listeners, um, yeah, I'm not an affiliate. BombBomb's not paying me to tell you this. Uh, what no. I am doing is I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you my personal story using the uh, using the product. And I definitely think you should go out there and um, and try it out for yourself and see how it works. Um, so Ethan, if somebody's listening to this and they do want to try it out and kind of and learn more about um, BombBomb, what's the best way for them to get that info? Cool. I will give you four pieces of information here. One, bombbomb.com. It's just the word bomb twice, B-O-M-B, B-O-M-B.com. Uh, if you want to check out the podcast, it's bombbomb.com forward slash podcast, or you can just search the customer experience podcast in your favorite player. Uh, again, I, I quickly mentioned a book. If you go to bombbomb.com forward slash book, it breaks all of this down, use cases, why this matters, ways you can use it, tips that based on other people, people's successes and failures, trying to mix video into their process. Um, so you can learn more about that at bombbomb.com slash book. And then you can find me on any social network as Ethan Butte. It's E-T-H-A-N-B-E-U-T-E. Or you can email me, Ethan at bombbomb.com. 
All right, fantastic. Well, hey, Ethan, I appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing your background and also your passion for what you're doing. And uh, to the listeners, as always, thank you for uh, listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to uh, support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Ethan, thanks again for coming on the show. 